What's up? It's Kat, and thanks for tuning in for another episode of Nothing Good Happens at 3am. Judging by the title of this episode, and you listening to it, you've probably heard of K-pop. You're either a fan, or you're just curious to learn more. I'm the latter. Not yet the K-pop fan my friends are grooming me to be, but I can now say that I do have a bias. Sort of. But my friend Aisha has been a huge fan of K-pop and K-drama for more than a decade now. I mean, she has witnessed its evolution and has been a member of the elite K-pop organization in college. Plus, she's taking up media studies. Mastering, even. So this should be fun. Here we go! It's 3am and I'm fangirling over K-pop. Okay, so Aisha, this was not supposed to be our topic. We were supposed to talk about coffee, but then you had this brilliant idea. <laughs> that is super true. Like, sobrang last minute yung idea na yun, kasi parang every night ko siya ginagawa. So I, it kind of makes sense, <laughs> I think. No, you actually apply. To, you apply to the podcast what you're actually doing in life. Oh, definitely. And the thing is, ako rin, I, I was doing the exact same thing just a couple of nights ago. Just to clarify what that is, it's not as dirty or as horrible as it sounds. It's actually, we're talking about fan culture oh, here. Fan girl, <laughs> your life at 3 a.m. Because for some reason it works. <laughs> like you cannot fan girl in the daytime. That's weird. In the cover of darkness. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about fan culture. Or just fangirling, actually. We called it spazzing. At least the K-pop, how we spaz. But ah, we go crazy, we go insane. Because fangirling wasn't like, I don't know, a verb. <laughs> it was just a noun. Parang, you're a fangirl. And then for K-pop, we used a bunch of like Korean words. So... Unlike now, hindi masyadong social media-centered ang groups. They're like, we just upload stuff on YouTube. We upload stuff on websites. And then, bahala ka na kung paano siya access So when we find those videos, we, we gather around. Parang, like, imagine pre-pandemic 2010s, nakaswarm kami sa floor ng isang building. Tapos, in the middle of university to, ah, so nakaupo na kami dun, watching on a cell phone na hindi pa full, <laughs> hindi pa super HD. Yeah. Tapos <laughs> no. kanya-kanya kami nag-earphones, take turns, kasi walang Bluetooth nun eh. So, alam mo yun, tapos pag may friend ka, <laughs> pag may friend ka na may earphone splitter, Lifesaver. Sobrang, ah, oh, the happy. <laughs> yeah, I could yes, definitely that. see that happening then. But then it's so much different now. Like, I remember back in high school, right, when the whole Korean K-pop movement was just beginning. Like, I remember some of my friends who were seriously into it. They had a lot of... They collected these posters and they collected these magazines. Me remembering my shopping experience the other day. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, babalik tayo dun sa episode na nag-shopping po ako ng ganitong oras. <laughs> sa printed materials, ano pa rin siya? Um, apart from it still existing, it's a bigger 
hindi man bigger. It's it's a thing talaga. Kasi kahit nung, nung again, 2010s, 2009s, early 2000s, ibalik pa natin further. It's really hard to get merchandise. Lalo na yung original original Korean ones. And then if you're an anime fan, mahirap kumuha ng merch, merch from Japan or whatever. So, alam mo yun, pag meron magbibenta, like may pupunta bigla ng Korea, may pupunta bigla ng Japan, magpapabili ka, tapos ibibenta mo dito. Oh my God, sobrang thing yun. And it was a big deal, naalala ko nun. Kasi, ay, ano, parang syempre context for the listeners, no? Um... I graduated from UP Diliman and I'm still a student there now for masters. Pero I'm I'm a member of this organization called Hali UP which is the the K-pop students of UP Diliman, yung K-pop aficionados. So in the in the culture doon, naalala ko, it would be um maghahanap talaga kami kung saan kami bibili ng albums, ng posters, sino ang nagpiprint, sino maganda ang printer, sino may laminator sa inyo, yung ganun. Kasi we crave those those material things. Yung content na consumable online is not as big as it is now. Kasi ngayon, nung nagbalik loob ako, like this year, nagulat ako na, oh my God, you, you can download like five apps to follow them. Tapos iba-ibang content yun. Tapos parang ako, Sino may time na maglagay ng stuff sa limang apps na separate of the same content pero iba-iba yung outfits nila so you would like to watch it here and then watch it there and then oh wow oh oh it's intense like nung nung nagnose dive ako like alam mo gising ako ng madali literally gising ako ng up until 3 a.m. kasi nga i would vote vote for the groups so they can win award shows and, and you're really participant now. Like, you're really part of it. Which I think is um what fan culture really is, right? Um, At least when we studied it in in media class. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, it's it's about how the fans are creating these, are making these, these products, so to speak, their own. And how they're actually contributing to it now. So I think back then, like, the theories then were just, and I remember some of the pieces that I did read. It was mostly one way. Like, the, the fan like interaction, it's just one way. It's the fans just consuming all of these products. I think as I, as I did read, like, a bit of fan culture now, like, the literature is saying that it is a lot more two-way and even more... And sometimes it would go to the extreme as well. Like, it's not just fans consuming it now. It's also them producing the media. And even more than that, they're actually influencing the way it's being shaped. I think one of the examples which I totally relate to and I totally get was um, that final episode of Game of Thrones. Oh my god, yeah! I remember there was a petition being passed around asking them yes, to reshoot yes. the oh. whole thing. Exactly, and that came from the fans because they were not at all satisfied. So it brought up this whole debate of maybe like the extreme fans who take ownership and just pride on Game of Thrones. And then you have the other fans who are a lot more, I would say, sympathetic, I suppose, 
to the production team <laughs> who were trying to defend the writers, trying to defend the director, trying to defend the producers, saying that it's their call and that was mm-hmm. and we're just sort of consumers at this point in this end. And we should just, you know, if you're a true fan, you should just support whatever they put out. So one of the biggest example of how fan culture caused like the quote unquote death of a thing. Because it's it's not even like Thrones died, it doesn't exist anymore, blah blah. Hindi. Parang everyone just has a collective memory na after season six, it's done. And in K-pop, actually, ang nakaka-nakaloka dun is that um I was just watching this video kanina. Out of leisure. Leisure? Wow. Out of leisure. Watching this video on the group I stand right now. Kasi, um, I started being a fan 2009. So, no 2009, I started standing the second generation groups. And yes, Kat, there are first generation, second generation, and third generation groups. So, what we have now is third generation? Or? Third gen. Third generation. This is third gen. So, second gen was? Yun yung time na nag-quote-unquote battle pa ang SM Entertainment, YG Entertainment. At yung third ay Cube, if I'm not mistaken. So, tatlong malalaking companies ang nag-produce ng idols, ng K-pop idols, or groups, or solos, basta idols yung tawag sa kanila. And then, naging, nung pumasok na yung third generation groups, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, started EXO. Okay. Nung nilabas ng SM yung EXO. And then, nilabas din ng BTS ng isa pang entertainment company. BTS fans, don't hate me. I'm so sorry. I actively chose to not participate in the EXO-BTS rivalry. Actively. Pinili ko yun. I, I have a best friend who is an EXO, EXO lover siya. And she plain out asked me, are you a fan of BTS? Because if you're a fan of BTS, best friend pa rin kita, pero I will be judging you every single time. Oh ako, my God! Best friend ko to for 12 years, ha? Magkakilala kami since elementary. Tapos gaganyanin. I mean, syempre, look at what's at stake, diba? This is, we're talking about EXO and BTS. These yes, are idols. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, nope. I ain't participating in that Halabalu, nope. I'm gonna go for the other groups. Like in the name Namaste. of our friendship, like to preserve whatever we have all these 12 years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, the, and they're big. BTS and X, oh my God. Like, hindi ko nga ma-wrap around yung head ko kung gano'n sila kalaki. I mean, K-pop is already in the in the mainstream scene for like a long time. Pero in the past, like, I don't know, two or three years, biglang everyone is like into K-pop and then suddenly, alam mo yun, the newer fans who used to not like their older siblings liking K-pop, biglang, bakit ikaw na ngayon yung fan? Parang ganun. And then, the older ones are more welcoming, pero there is this level of extreme toxicity, minsan, with the fans. And, hindi ko masabi actually kung anong demographic talaga, pero, dahil nga dun sa rivalry ng EXO at BTS, nagkaroon ng certain level of toxicity with the fans. Na, kunwari, BTS is um, also in American culture known as behind the scenes. So, literally, things na may BTS, let's say, Ameri- let's say, uh, uh, sa YouTube, there is this um, Avengers BTS, ganyan. Behind the scenes. 
There were there were moments na may mga BTS fans doon sinasabi, bakit nila kiniklaim yung yung term na BTS? Well, it's not in reference to a group. Tapos parang ako, guys, children. <laughs> parang ganun na ako. Parang, it doesn't work that way. And then there was this thing, I don't know if it's last year or 2019, na gagamit ka ba ng Purple Heart? Are you gonna use the Purple Heart when you're not a BTS fan? More than ownership, it's really... Um, policing, even the use. and it, It's like, hindi ko siya ma-explain eh. Kasi sa org din na, naalala ko. And my my friends, I love you so much. Pero minsan nag-aaway sila pagka ano, <laughs> pag may nilabas sa BTS, tapos inaway ng ibang ano, friends namin. Tapos parang, oh no. Even in, even in YouTube fandoms, not exclusive to K-pop, like, There is this thing on YouTube. I don't know if you've heard of it or napasok pa siya sa radar mo. But with um beauty gurus. It's beauty gurus versus beauty gurus or like yeah, beauty gurus versus beauty gurus. So, it's um there was this time around na um the beauty the beauty guru um video content creators on YouTube rose to like high levels of fame like Naguunahan sila sa millions and millions of views. Ganyan. And then there was this like elite group, uh, Jeffree Star, Tati, uh, Manny MUA, and then who's that other one? Laura Lee. Th- those people. And then they were friends. And then, and suddenly, parang nagkaroon sila ng away. So, apparently, there was this issue. Hindi ko maalala lahat ng details. Pero, nagalit si Tati kay James Charles and then kaya siya nagalit kasi sinumbong ni Jeffree Star and then biglang and then biglang itong si James Charles nag-come out din with a video um canceling Tati and then uh, Jeffree Star and then nagkampi-kampihan na sila hanggang sa nag-away-away silang lahat it, it was a thing and I was so surprised na, na I was watching all of it <laughs> So like part of you is thinking, um, maybe this is all just for publicity, because I mean, neg- good publicity, Why and bad even? publicity is publicity. It's still publicity, yeah. Yeah, but I think what I'm curious about is just really, is the sort of culture that we have now with fans being able to easily access um, their idols. I think that's it. Eh? Like back then, back in 2010, you would see them from a distance. But now you could not imagine then that you would easily message them today, like on their Twitter, on their IG accounts. It, it's just that simple. Yeah, that's true. And there's also instances now, of course, with IG Live, especially with IG Live. IG Live is such a wonder. And sakto 3 a.m. Nothing good happens at 3 a.m. Yes. Late last year, I bought, I bought, bought ha, <laughs> tickets. To a Tom Felton concert <laughs> na online. Oh my god, what? Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yes, I did. Wow. <laughs> and I and it's in the US. So I had to follow American time. So at 4 a.m. At 3 a.m. So I could freshen up my head and watch the concert at 4. But then um it was the, the money I spent was given to charity so that is one thing right, kaya right. I spent but then having that I that moment na um oh my god I can comment on Tom Felton's concert and then 
um, the the staff would say na, oh my God, we're being seen in the Philippines. We're being seen here. We're being seen there. And then parang ikaw, oh my God, I'm Philippines. Ganyan. Pero parang sa parang isang libo kayong nanonood from the Philippines or something. But then you feel special. Kasi nabanggit yung country mo. So there is this kind of light in your head na, OMG, maybe it was me na nag-spark nung comment na yon. Parang, alam mo, it makes you feel good. And, and in K-pop culture, segue, di ba? In K-pop culture, you call that fan service. Okay, okay, okay. The fan service is what they do for the fans, right? Yeah, what they do for the fans. Whether it's targeted to one fan, targeted to a million fans. It's what they do. So, um, for example, when when a K-pop idol na maganda ang katawan, ganyan, biglang nag-lift ng shirt to show his abs. Kahit hindi siya comfortable doon, he would do it for fan service. Or the Aegyo culture. Aegyo is um to act cute. Okay. Ganyan. Na when you do Aegyo, parang... Ano, actually, cringy siya sa akin eh. I don't... It's weird for me, pero... Pero for others, it's like, Oh my gosh, she's so cute! Oh my gosh, cute! It's parang, okay. There's something about a manly man doing cute things, and I'm like... What do you mean by cute things? For example, in Korean Egyo, you would usually say, I like you in a cute manner. So, in American in in American movies, diba, when they say, I like you, they say it in a brooding, low voice. Parang, I like you. I'm in love with you. You say it like that. But no, in, in Egyo, or cute, or in Japanese, kawaii, imagine na lalaki ako. <laughs> imagine that I'm a guy. Okay. Um, you're gonna say, Oh, pajahil! It's parang, pakit ka! It's parang, Ugh, sorry, I'm cringing so hard right now that I just did that. But they don't normally do that. So that's like a... Okay, so I see how that's a fan service. There is something appealing about it. Not to me, mm-hmm. but others. <laughs> not to me. I've been watching a video since yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can see now how it gets you hooked. Like really hooked on to these things. Because... um. And they're feeding into all of your sort of, I mean, I don't want to call it a fantasy, but maybe just a dream. Back then, the closest you could get to any celebrity or any of your idols would be like maybe, um, and, and, and this is like the only thing I could think of because it's maybe one of the things I tried. It's a book signing. Like that. That's it. Eh. That, that's the closest I could get for book signing. And I remember the first time that I went on Twitter I was super excited because I could finally follow J.K. Rowling and just read her tweets. This was back when she wasn't so toxic, but like, <laughs> but then I could read her tweets, and it's like it's like we're friends on Twitter. But really, I'm just following her. She's not necessarily following me back, and I think it's the same thing with Instagram. Like when I watch something on Netflix or when I see a. When I see a song or a singer that I like in NPR's Tiny Desk, I would instantly go to Instagram and look for their account and just follow them. Like it's it's like we're friends now because I know what they had for breakfast or I know what they had for lunch because they posted it on IG. <laughs> so, so I mean, so I could see how this keeps you up. <laughs> it keep it keeps me up because it's also. My God, the producers are really good. They they're mm-hmm. so good at 
at you know, tapping the the likes uh, the likes of the public or the audiences. Oh, for example, you were asking earlier, like way 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 back earlier, na on the material things. Um, Pentagon has this mini album. Mini album, ha? It's not a full album. So there are just like five or six songs in it. So the mini album has three variations. It has the romantic version, the sports version, and the chill version. And they all have different photo books, different photo cards. There, so if you really want to get the ones that your idol has, you have to buy, you have to either be really lucky to get the content you want, or you buy all of them. And an album runs for, I don't know, like less than a thousand pesos. Let's say a thousand pesos or like 800 pesos, ganyan, per, per album, if you convert it to Philippine money. And then inside, there would be one random photo card and one random whatever uh, merchandise sticker or something. That came from one of the members. So, so it's like either you're just really lucky that you got the one you wanted, or you or alam mo yan, in in Hallyu before we would group buy an album and then we would when we opened it we would see oh did you get can I trade with you can I trade with you? Parang pero on shop on on ano ngayon, in online shops um there would be shops that would buy, I don't know, like 10 albums and then they would open all those albums and then sell the inside merch separately. So the ingenuity of the Filipino strikes again. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> the other day, I signed up for Pentagon Fan Club. Who knew, diba? So in Korea, yung fan club of Pentagon, when you sign up, you get this um, fan kit. So membership card, photo cards, signed merch, whatever, lanyards, tumbler, whatever it is in that kit. And then you would get it for the price of 2,000 pesos. What's the weirdest thing that came out when you watch when you're watching these videos and scrolling through these this content at 3 a.m. Because I'd like to think that 3 a.m. is like a it's like a rabbit hole. <laughs> you like you don't know where it goes, right? I mean, the other day, when you asked me, like, this happened to you?" I go, "Yeah, definitely." Parang the other night, because I remember I was just. Um, I don't know why, but I couldn't sleep, and I was going through Anya Taylor Joy's uh, <laughs> IG. Oh, and then when I looked at my Google searches the next morning, I think I I typed in first like what is Anya Taylor Joy's original hair color, and then my next question was, do blonde people have brown eyebrows? So, like, what was I thinking at three a.m. <laughs> Why is this so... And that's... I mean, that's not even that weird. It's not even that weird. It's just me being like, sabog and everything. Pero, you say ba? <laughs> oh my God. If we're gonna go to Google search history, girl, I can't even understand why I went there. I searched um the name of this Pentagon member. Shinwon, Pentagon. Changu. And then, 
earlier. And then I went to like a rabbit hole with idols. I went Lee Sok Min Education, DK of 17 English subtitles for weekly idol. And then I started searching Korean words. So the word is Iroke Tombunda. So I was like, why are they laughing at this video? It's like, it, it should be a joke I should be in because I, I need to understand. So I searched that. <laughs> And then apparently it means this is what I do for money. Uh, the, the reason why one of the members was doing Aegyo. And then he said, okay, I will do Aegyo now because I will do this for money. That's literally what he said. And that's why it was so funny. Uh-huh. And then I searched for SH in Korean. How to spell my name in Korean. Korean vowels. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I started. And then, and then I went to the Japanese um, actresses. Uchida Yuki. Sakai Noriko. <laughs> because they were mentioning it. And then Taiwanese. Vivian Chow. <laughs> and I was like... And then, uh, since I was just kind of returning to the fandom, I kind of forgot the names of the other people. So I searched for uh, Pentagon members. And then there's this dedicated website with everything about them. What food they like, what food they don't like, blah, blah. Wow! And then there's this one member, Usok, the one I, I really like. He, li- he likes um, cats and dogs. And I love cats and dogs. So... I went on YouTube and went, who saw cats? And then there were like lots of videos, like short compilations of him interacting with cats. And then on Twitter, there, there are videos of his dogs. There are fans tweeting about him seeing a cat and then what they saw. Something like that. And, and of course, Hannah, my very wonderful best friend who is very supportive, Keep sending me cat videos with Usok in it. And she didn't even make those videos. It was just there. It was available. It was available. She was like, oh, I saw this video. I'll send it to you. And I'm like, it's there. And they compiled it. There's actually this channel na literally the titles of the videos are Pentagon Usok being himself. Like candid moments. Candid moments, moments, um... Just a background, they would crop out the main person, show him. And, oh my god, I think I saw from the list, it's like up to 22 parts of around 10-minute videos. I was like at part 5 and I'm like, okay, I've had enough. And then I saw, why are there 22 parts? Where did you get all of this? Wow. I know, diba? If you want a rabbit hole, that's a rabbit hole. <laughs> One of my favorite videos na um, I, I can't stop watching is there is this performance of one of their songs and they were wearing superhero, no, movie co- Hollywood movie costumes. So, kumbaga, one member is dressed as Captain America dressed as Batman. I saw that video like, I uh, no, three times. And then I saw this, um, YouTube suggested this content and it says um, everything you missed in this video, in the um, movie version of this song. So I opened it, and it was literally the same video, but it was, um, they were getting parts of it, and they were writing comments on the side. So for example, um, the the leader the leader at that time is Hui, and he was dressed as Batman, and then he was um, having difficulty moving and dancing because this costume 
had um, fake muscles in it. And then he was having trouble. He was, he, there was a step that he had to shimmy his shoulders. But then since his shoulders were heavy with the fake muscles, there was this commentary on the side. He cannot shimmy. So I'm like, oh no. They, they zoom into every part. Like, um, Yanan is petting his pet rocket, which is a rocket balloon. And it was in the background. When I was watching the videos, I did not notice. They just noticed it because they pointed it out. So they have such compilations na, I let's say I start at 10 p.m. I wouldn't know na it was 4 a.m. na. Yeah, so siguro it's, um, they're doing it for them and they're doing it as a service to other fans. So this is fans giving a fan service <laughs> to other fans. Yeah, that's... It's just meta. It's very meta. <laughs> if you didn't have these clubs or if you didn't have this org or these fan groups and you know that you're just, you're doing this on your own and you're the only person like spazzing over these groups, I, I, I don't think it will have the same effect. Like even when you, you, and we talked about like the fan wars, right? Like how some of them would, go to the extent of like canceling each other out because of their in support of their idols but i think if we didn't have those either like it would make a very dull <laughs> and unexciting world for fans as well but then again you could also argue that it's a, it's just such a huge fandom like how could you help not sharing it with someone else or yeah, getting a friend like me who has not been into absorbed into this culture to be part of the culture. The K-pop fandom it seems to be really insane for a lot of people. But I would argue that um, I don't know if the younger ones listening would know about the Nora Vilma fan wars before. Oh my God. No, that is the Noranians and the Vietnamians. Oh, yeah, that was a huge thing. And I mean, I got it from my mom, who's a Noranian, and then my tita, who's a hardcore Noranian. They would wait outside the cinema for like days, and then they would bring their own food and watch the movies over and over again. And guys, this has been around for a long time. You just didn't know how big it was. Because now we're all showing support and um, having rivalries through our social media accounts and whatnot. But then if you look back, even in the older K-pop groups, now there are actually series, K-drama series that show how fans were like during the first generation of K-pop. Now, people would um, wait outside concert venues for days. And I, I myself, remember lining up for concerts. Na may ticket ako ah. Then I still line up for like six hours kasi everyone was there. It's just the love of it. And it's the the feelings you get, the emotions of, I don't know, the more positive emotions you get na it's like supporting someone wholeheartedly. Kasi you believe in them. Diba? It, I mean, it's so idealistic. Na, um, when, when, when people ask me now, when you return to K-pop, why did you stand Pentagon? It's because Pentagon has been through a rough patch and they're still here. Guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
we gotta give them a chance. <laughs> and then when I returned to K-pop, I got Hannah into it. I dragged her with me full force. And now, <laughs> and now she's in the rabbit hole more than I am. So sometimes... Oh my God, I'm sorry, Hannah. <laughs> Hannah, I love you. And, so, and I'm so surprised na, na she would send me videos that I haven't seen. Because she's so into it. Oh wow! Yeah. She's like a better fan. Ah, and then that's and that's the thing, deba. Right? Um, talking about fans, better fans, true fans. Mm. It's something that and I'm kind of iffy about because everyone can be a fan to various degrees, but then there seems to be this hierarchy if you consume content more than the others. There's no such thing as true fan. Right. It would be something right. that you're in and then you're out. And um, you could like them today and not like them tomorrow. Does that make you, uh, I don't know, a fan traitor? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I think the, the less toxic fan culture I've witnessed so far in my, um, in my late 20s is the ano, Avatar the Last Airbender fandom. Oh, yeah. Everyone is just like, welcome there. Yeah, no one's like, oh, you did not see this as a kid. Oh, shame on you. No, no one's like that. Or like, you weren't there when it first released. Or um, like, I can't believe you like the yeah. action, um, the real life action movie. <laughs> the <laughs> like, live action movie. Yeah, the live action movie. Like That's also a collective agreement. It happened. Yeah, it, it's a collective like, um, no, we don't. Mm. <laughs> yeah, mm, we like the series more. <laughs> Yeah. It's a thing. <laughs> I got into it like last year and then I got into it because I had chicken box and couldn't do anything else. Well, I can see how it cured you. <laughs> There's so many nuances in fan culture that na, na we can't even talk about it in like an hour. Because people have studied it for so long. And even when I tell stories to random friends about the K- K-pop fandom, na, um, there would be people camping out to buy tickets for a concert. Or to buy an album. I'm not kidding sa camping out. Ha. I actually have friends who ang t- the ticket selling would be the next day at 10 a.m. And they would wait at MOA at like 7 p.m. the night before. Alam mo yun, like what drives people to do that? I, I would like to think it's love. Even even if um so, some parts of me would... My, my, the academic part in my head would go, ah, it's capitalism. <laughs> but it's, there's also that, that thing that um, you want to feel closer to the idols. So you do everything you can in your power to do it, Mm-mm. to get there. Right. Like you, you could never understand why these fans stand these groups so much unless you are one. You know, to the um, to to an outsider, none of these make sense. I'm I'm just hearing all of these for the first time, and I'm trying to wrap my brain around it. But I'm certainly not gonna judge it so quickly because, like, I I do have like moments where I do love something dearly enough to actually fight for it, and you just can't explain those things sometimes. No, you can't, you can't explain those it's things. It's not like it's a, a negative thing. Like, the um, K-pop music, I, I, I'm not I'm not into it personally, but just seeing the quality and just how much time oh, and yeah. effort 
and thought mm-hmm. they put into these things, like how could you not like it as well? You're getting the content because it was designed to be that way. And and I'm I'm sorry, I'm I'm kind I'm going to sort of um ruin the illusion, but then it's it's a well known thing that the government of Korea funds such things because it helps yes. funds for per- a cultural campaign. Yeah, it's a cultural campaign. Soft power. We like soft power. Well, ish. Yeah. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it does not really harm people. Except pag may rivalries. It's there. It's content. And you also have the agency to, to consume it or not. Diba? So, if you want to consume it, go ahead. If you don't, then it's still okay. No one's gonna like I mean, some fans do cancel other fans because they do not consume the same way. Pero that that's the toxic and, and side of it. It's up to you if you want to participate in the whole, or if you just want to love it quietly. <laughs> yeah, and, and and I'm the type of fan who does not comment that much. I I, I do not place on on YouTube. I really tweet. I quote tweet, but I do not actively participate in social media in voting yes i participate in voting <laughs> but then in um in in actually pushing it sometimes i just don't have the time for it cuz i have no work hours <laughs> maybe that's why i consume content like super late at night cuz it's only in the quiet 3 a.m. that i actually have the witching time to to scroll it's, it's a good thing for for my my emotional health but it's not a good thing for my actual health but you know we try yeah that's why nothing good happens <laughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you for this though aisha like, <laughs> it's very enlightening and <laughs> and um like I hope to be a fan soon. I guess uh, if it did, if it did help your mental health, I'm oh, yeah. pretty sure I'm gonna need it. I'm gonna stand Pentagon. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I'm gonna check them out, of course, and also shout out to my other friends who have been trying to get me into K-pop for years. I will try harder. <laughs> All right, I hope you enjoyed that episode. Again, this is Kat, and thank you for listening to this podcast. There are two ways to stay updated for new episodes, of course. You can follow Nothing Good Happens at 3am, wherever you listen. Or you could also follow the 3am pod on Instagram and reach out and, you know, just message us when you feel like it. (laughs) Now try to get some rest.